Alright guys, so this is going to be kind of a three-part saga, because I've kind of told this story before, but not in detail. Or at least I think I've told the story before. If I haven't, then you're getting a detailed version first. But I'm pretty sure I have, because it's a My Yearbook story, and I know I've told quite a few of those, um, where I just kind of like glossed over and gave like the minor details. So, uh, here we go with the more detailed version. So... Max and I went to the library the last couple of days um, during the school week because we wanted something to do, right? And I found this book called uh, Are You Afraid Yet? The Science of Scary Stuff. It's like a kid's book, but it kind of explains like the different, and it's weird too, like different phobias and different things that you're afraid of or things, typical feelings of fear. And it explains like um, the science behind them. I haven't started reading it yet, but... I might do that for my Halloween episodes. Like, they have monsters, um, people who stare at you, why it freaks you out, uh, guillotines, uh, just like all, oh, um, death, um, prison, all kind of stuff, all kind of stuff in here. Me dropping shit everywhere I go. Um, but yeah, so the back says this. Maggots, severed heads, vampires, whatever your fear factor, you'll find it in this compendium of murder, mayhem, and monsters. You'll also find out what science has to, think, has to say about the things that make the hair on the back of your neck stand up. Are some houses haunted or just the victims of bad plumbing? Could a big scary ape like King Kong really exist? Is Bigfoot a hoax or the descendant of a long-ago giant ape from China? Were the tombs of the pharaohs cursed or were they haunted by something else even more deadly? Author Stephen James O'Meara shines a light on the dark and dangerous. Besides being a real-life scientist and a science writer, he's actually seen a ghost, or has he? For more on his late-night encounter, turn to page 62. Warning, do not read at bedtime. Seriously. So, uh, yeah. I think that's what my Halloween episodes are going to be, is me reading through this book for you, kind of like an audiobook, and learning the science behind fear. I don't know. It might be interesting. All right. Anyways, speaking of that, um, since we've been going to the library, I've kind of learned the last couple of nights when I'm putting the kids in their bed, instead of just putting on a podcast or letting them fall asleep to a movie, which is what I used to do, they actually go to bed a lot easier if we sit down and read books um, before bed because, like, they, they really like reading. And, I mean, I, they should. I, not that that's a bad thing, but, like, they really like like reading or having me read to them so and it's nice because we get to spend those few minutes together where we're not on devices we're not on electronics we're not worried about other things we're just like this is the story that we're reading this is what we're doing this is what we're talking about and then everybody just kind of goes to bed and it's nice so um yeah the stuff we've been looking at mainly recently has been um captain underpants that's max's is what he's going for right now so we're reading that series and junie b jones Lex loves her. I loved her growing up. She, like, literally, I, like, would sit in class reading Junie B. Jones books and laughing. Like, people would stare at me and be like, you're weird. And I would just be like, this book is so funny. But, yeah. Anyways, um, I, like, forgot how funny they were. She's so funny. Anyway, that being said, um, are you reading any good books recently? Because I have some other books I want to start reading that my sister sent to me. Shout out to my sister. Um, she sent me... I have the book right here. Ooh. The Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires. So, 
She's listening to it on audiobook, but I'm gonna start, like, actually reading it. Paperback South. Ooh, this is a nice thick book, too. Anyways, um, yeah. So, that's what I've been doing. And if we've covered books, we gotta cover TV. I've been on a trailer park boys kick. I've also started watching Russian Doll. I'm almost done with Shameless, but Shameless is like one of those shows where it's kind of a lot and it's a lot to follow. I'm on season 11, episode 1, and I stopped halfway through and was like, I would literally binge watch season, all of season 9 and 10, and I was just like, okay, I need a couple, like a couple days to just chill and not, you know what I mean? Russian Doll's kind of a lot too, it's like one of those ones you have to pay attention and follow because it has a lot of little details that you need to pay attention to, but it's not like, Shameless is like, not really like that, but it's also like chaotic, so it's like a lot, you know? So anyways, um, yeah, there we go. Question of the week is, are you reading any good books or watching any good shows or do you have a hobby? Whatever. Tell me about it. I'd love to know. Song of the week. I don't really have one, to be honest. Song of the week is whatever you want it to be. How about that? You choose your own adventure. And anyways, on to the story, you guys. So we're going to get into who is actually in the story. So I'm going to call these people, because we all know I don't do names here, at least not real names. I give aliases. Um, the aliases are, uh, we'll say Travis and Eli are the main, well, mainly Travis is the main. Eli's kind of a side character. And then his dad came in, and I'll just call him dad because he was in there very briefly, and a cousin named Roger. And then Shiva Kind of is in the story, but not really. And then Amos. Amos makes a brief appearance at the end. So, uh, that's pretty much the names you need to remember for this episode. And, uh, yeah, that's all. Oh, also, my mom and Jan are in this too. And somewhat my sister, so kind of keep that in mind. Because they come in in part two, I totally forgot. But yeah, that's kind of who's in this story. Or this series of stories. Alright, so Gloria and I were like that off and on relationship. You know those best friends who sometimes they're best friends, but then like real quick they'll turn on a dime and now they're enemies and they don't talk to each other. That's kind of how we were. And this is happening on one of our like off days where we weren't friends anymore. So I was spending a lot of time uh, with Shiva because she lived around the corner from me and I hadn't really started talking to Creepy, creepy Victor yet. And... Um, I kind of lived around the corner from her. I hadn't really started working. I was working on getting my driver's license. So, uh, despite going to her house, like, maybe once or twice, maybe even three times a week, I was also spending a lot of time at home on my yearbook because she was, like, uh, the only person I was hanging out with at the time, besides occasionally T-Bone. And, uh, yeah, so... (laughs) Um, that's how I met Travis. I had, you know, like I said, I would go on there and I would post my phone number. He actually, after I posted my phone number, DM'd me on my yearbook and asked if it was okay for him to text me. And I was just like, he's like, I know you put the post up saying for people to text you. And I just wanted to make sure it was like, okay. And I'm like, dude, I put the post up because I want people to text me. Why else would I put it up if I didn't want people to text me? 
I wouldn't have put that up, you know? So he texts me and we text off and on for a couple of hours and he keeps trying to convince me to come to his house because my yearbook will, at, I don't know if they still do this, but they tell you like if the person's in your town and if they are in your town, it tells you within how many miles of you and his was within one mile of me. So he pretty much lived in my neighborhood, if not close to my neighborhood. Um, turns out he lived around the corner, but that'll come into play later. And he kept trying to convince me to like, yeah, like we're within one mile of each other. Just come to my house, dude. Like, come over. It'll be cool. And I was just like, mm, I, so I immediately made up this lie that I had my friend over and we were drinking. So like, I couldn't just leave my drunk friend at my house because she was very drunk. And so I needed to babysit her. So I couldn't just take her to some random guy's house. So he's just like, oh, it's fine. Like, do you live by the Taco Bell? And I was just like, yeah, kind of, because there was a Taco Bell over by Walmart kind of near our house. It's maybe like a 10-minute walk from me. So I was just like, okay, like we could meet at the Taco Bell. And he's just like, okay. And my full-on intention was meet him in a public place, not actually go to this dude's house. Just meet him at the public place, eat our food, talk, meet real quick, and then go home. That, that was my whole intention. It wasn't like a let's hang out all day and be besties. Like, that was not, that was not the idea I had. So, takes me a couple of hours to finally get up the courage to go to the Taco Bell and meet him. But I do. And when I show up, now keep in mind, I lied about Shiva being at my house and I lied about her being drunk because I didn't want to go. Um, but when I finally did it and he finally convinced me to go, I showed up to Taco Bell by myself because I'd been by myself all day. He had his cousin brother Eli with him. And so um, that was very awkward. Because when I showed up, he was just like, what the hell? Where's your friend? And I was just like, my friend is so drunk, she passed out. So I took her to her house and put her in bed. Like, here I am. Why'd you bring this dude? And he's like, well, you said you had a friend with you. So, yeah. Okay, so they kind of have a backstory with each other of why they were, like, always together. Because, like, literally when we hung out, they were always together. I'm going to get into that real quick. And then we can move on with the story because it'll kind of like make things make sense. So essentially the backstory for Travis and Eli is this. I'm going to start with Eli so it'll make a little more sense. So Eli was kind of like this kind of youngish teenage boy. He was like 14, 15. Um, technically when I, when I say brother, cousin, I say that because Eli and Travis were technically cousins. But Eli's mom was like not how do I put it nicely because I don't know the full situation and I don't remember a lot of the details from what I was told was just uh mentally and emotionally and in every other way not in a place where she could raise a kid so she did not have custody of Eli Travis's dad had custody of Eli because Eli's dad was also not around that is what I was told as for Travis, again, this is for context. It, ha it will come into, the pl into play later in the on in the story. Essentially, Travis's dad was like a single dad. And it was just him and Travis and Eli because um, for some reason, Travis's parents were no longer together. And uh, out of his parents... Again, kind of like Eli's mom. His mom wasn't stable enough to really have a child in her life 
nor did she want a child in her life. So she wasn't really around either. I'll just put it like that. So there's a little bit of backstory to help you guys. Alright, we're okay. We just had a, a moment. We're okay. Uh, afternoons, man, I'm telling you. Alright, back to the story. So we're there. We're eating. We're talking. Kind of getting to know each other. After I'm done eating, I kind of sit there and what I wait for them to finish. Once they finish eating, I kind of am done. I'm done. Like, I full-on intend to go home. I really don't care. It's a Friday. Whatever, I'm going to go home and do what I usually do. Right? Until he tells me, like, he keeps asking, like, come back to my house. Come back to my house. Travis is really on the come back to my house wagon that day. And no matter what I say to him, I can't like make him understand like no dude I don't want to go to your house I don't know you you're a stranger to me like no I want to go home until he says this one thing which I should have just ignored I should have just like went home because literally I could have snuck a beer out of the fridge at home but he said he had a beer so we could go to his house and just have beer because nobody was home and we could all just chill with some beers and hang out and I'm just like so down let's go um get a beer so again my intention was not to hang out all day, not to be there long, just go have my little beer, see his house so he'll shut the fuck up, and then go home, right? I don't want to hang out with him, and from the beginning, I should have just not done it, but we all know that's not how I used to roll, because I was that bored-ass little girl who would just do stupid chick. She was bored. Go to his house, his stupid-ass house, and lo and behold... There is no fucking beer. There's no alcohol at all, whatever, in this house. Um, and whatever alcohol there is, is locked up in his dad's room. So he's like, yeah, like, that one, it's, it's like, special to my dad for some reason. So, like, we can't go get it or he'll know. So I was just like, whatever. Like, this is lame. I'm going to go home. At which point he freaked out and is like, no, no, no. Like, it's cool. My dad will be home soon and my dad can go get us some beer. Or my dad might let us drink some if we ask like it's cool <sighs> oh my gosh you can already tell from the way this has already went that that is not going to be what's happening right okay good so we're on the same page anyway wait till around dinner time dad gets home dad says no, I didn't have any beers, and I'm not going to go buy beers. And no, you can't have any of my other alcohol. Like, no. So, you know, we just kind of hang out in the garage smoking and talking. And we eat dinner with his dad and Eli. And then Eli goes off in his room and is done with us. And I'm just like, okay, cool. Like, I'm done too. I'm going to go home. Because this ain't my thing. If you ain't going to give me the free beer, then I ain't down. See you later. At which point he freaks out and says, wait, I can buy a spear. And I said, how are you going to do that? You're like 19 years old. How are you going to buy us any beers? Because the dude is definitely going to card you. Like wherever we go, they're definitely going to card you. And he goes, no, 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 it's cool. I've got a beard and I'm friends with the guy at AMPM. So if I go there, he'll just let me have beer and not card me. I mean, he really believed it was going to work. Either that or he was just saying it to get me to, like, keep hanging out with him. So, 
um, I say, okay, when do you want to go to a or whatever to go get the beer? And he tells me we have to wait till my dad goes to bed. And I said, fine, whatever. So we start talking about music. I mentioned I like Avenged Sevenfold. Now here's where it starts to get like really uncomfortable and really awkward. And this is literally, I should have just went home. Like I should not have even bought the bullshit. I should have just went home. But he tells me, oh, Avenged Sevenfold is your favorite band? I bet you I'm a bigger fan than you are. Challenge fucking accepted, bitch. So he takes me in his room, and he literally, his entire room, every single poster is Avenged Sevenfold. He opens his closet, has like 20 fucking t-shirts and this old jacket, all that are Avenged Sevenfold stuff. And I'm like, oh my god, like, can I borrow some of them? Like, girl... If you weren't interested in him, you just made him think you are stupid. But, like, yeah. He was just like, oh, no, like, I don't loan out my stuff. And I'm just like, oh, okay, like, okay. So I sit down on the bed, and we're listening to Vince Sevenfold, and we're talking. And here's where it gets scary, and this is, I really should have just left, and I didn't. I shouldn't have even let it get to this point. So we're sitting on this bed, and his bed is kind of up against the wall. When I say I sat down on the bed, this dude sat down so close to me from our hip all the way down to our knee where we were sitting at is touching. And every time I move away from him, he would move closer so that they were from our hip all the way down to our knee still touching. And every t- it got to a point where I'm literally crushed between him and the wall and I have nowhere else to go. And I literally at that moment is like, okay, like I need to go get this beer or I need to leave. Like, and I told him this and he was just like, all right, fine, let's go. So he goes and grabs Eli and tells Eli, like, we're going to walk down to A&PM. Let's go get beer. So the walk to A&PM gets even more awkward because he just starts talking about, um, all these girls who he had dated before who like weren't good fits for him and all this stuff. But he can tell, he can tell that like, him and I would make a really cute couple and a really good couple. He can just tell. And he starts trying to grab my hand. He tried to grab my hand like four or five times. And every time I would pull away and I would tell him every single time he would make a comment or try to grab my hand. Like, dude, it's not even like that. I, I don't want to date anybody. I don't want to be with anybody. Please just stop. I just want my beer. <laughs> like, stop. So, yeah. So we get to A&PM. He goes in, Eli and I wait outside because first of all, I have a baby face. I've always had a baby face. I looked hella young. Eli was 14 and very clearly looked 14. So, um, we couldn't go in with him or else the guy would know that he was buying the beers for us. Like, so he's in there and he was in there maybe like a good 15, 20 minutes. And we're standing out here on the corner across the street, just like hanging out in front of someone's house. Like the weirdos we were. Um, when he finally comes back and says, yeah, so the guy uh, wouldn't sell me any alcohol because I'm not old enough. And he said that he even tried going to someone inside the store and talking them into buying beers for him. And they said no. And I'm just like, you're lame. You're lame as fuck. Let's go. So we go back to his house. I walk them to his house because... Again, the whole time him making comments and trying to grab my hand. And I was just like, I ain't going to fucking do that. I need to go home. Like, leave me alone. I'm going home. Like, And I should have. I should have just, like, went home. I should have just walked my happy ass home. But did I do that? No. He promised he'd stop and be normal and talk to me like a normal person. And we could just go back to his house and smoke and hang out. 
And I said, all right, fine, but I'm not going inside. I'm, we're going to hang out in the front yard because I'm not doing that shit again. I was not going to that bedroom again. Not doing it. So we're outside in the front yard, smoking, talking, hanging out. And after about an hour, I'm like, whatever, I got to go. Very clearly, you ain't, you don't have no beer for me. And you ain't going to buy me no beer. You tried and you failed. So bye, bitch. Like, I'm going home. And uh, I went home kind of later at night. It was like almost midnight. It literally took me a good 20, 30 minutes for me to convince him that I did not need him to walk me home. I literally lived three blocks from the guy. I was fine. But he finally bought bought my BS and was like, all right, fine. I'll just go inside and go to bed then. Like, you don't want me to walk you home. And I was just like, no, because I'm not fucking interested in you. And I want to be left alone. Like, go away. Bro. You would have thought after that day, I would have just stopped talking to him. But like I said, I was that dumb, bored girl who was doing stupid shit because I only had one friend. And, uh, yeah. And it was Shiva. Honestly, I just wasn't picky back then and I should have been. So the life advice is no matter how bored you are, don't hang out with just anybody. And as soon as someone makes you feel uncomfortable, immediately get away from them. I, I know I've said this a bajillion times, but literally if they can't take the hint of you saying, look, dude, I'm just not interested. Or they make you minorly uncomfortable or they're trying to get you to do something you just don't want to do. Just get away from them. Get away from them. Simple as that. All right, you guys. Thank you for staying tuned for all of this weirdness. And if you think bro couldn't take a hint in this one, in the next one, he really couldn't take a hint, but it was kind of my fault. It does get a lot weirder in part two, so please stay tuned. And then part three is going to be wild because it's going to cross over with another creepy dude that I... Yeah, just the finale of this little series of three is even worse. So, yeah, see you next week. Love you guys. Bye.